You've probably heard the phrase, get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? I've just found from my own personal standpoint, there is a psychological component of just, if I can get out the door and if I can do that, even when it's cold and windy and snowy and dark and gray, if I can do that part of it, I feel like I've achieved or I feel like I've accomplished something. And that's how you ultimately build confidence and build belief in yourself over time. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, all performers. I hope this finds you well. I had a conversation earlier this week with uh, a lady that owns a sales organization in Baltimore. And we were talking about a speaking engagement coming up for next year. And once we got through some of the technicalities and some of the details, and she knows that I split time between Minneapolis, Minnesota, as well as Denver, Colorado, and we got through some of these details, and she just said, you know, if you don't mind me asking the question, why do you still live in Minnesota? Or how can you live in Minnesota? Just meaning, especially with the months we're in right now, you know, it's so cold, it's dark, it's snowy, it's gray, it's hard to go outside, like... If you could live somewhere else or be somewhere else, why would you still live in Minnesota? I said, well, that's a fair question. Uh, But I said, Minnesota is and always will be home for me, regardless of how much time that I'm spending there. But the way that I answered it might surprise you a little bit. Because what I said is, and this will be a concept that I said to her, um, we'll be talking about this when I come in and speak to your sales organization. But at the end of the day, confidence is built by achieving or by overcoming hard things, micro and macro. And this might sound like a really strange answer to why would you want to live in Minnesota in the winter months or spend any amount of time there for that matter. But we talked a little bit about my background and running and things like that. And I just gave the simple analogy that, you know, I run outside year round, whether it's zero degrees or whether it's 80 degrees. And Each and every time I get my butt out the door and go for a run, whether it's a two-mile run or a 20-mile run, each time I get my butt out the door and I do that, I've accomplished something. I've achieved something. And I think either for people that have the perception of how or why would you want to live in Minnesota in the winter, or for the people that do actually live there that don't handle wintertime all that well, 
it's almost like if you're battling against Mother Nature or whatnot. Mother Nature is saying, hey, it's cold, it's windy, it's snowy, it's gray, it's dark, you should just stay inside. For the ones that are just okay like saying that and basically saying, okay, I'll hibernate for the next four to five months, they ultimately don't handle it very well. But the ones that, and this isn't a ploy to try to get anybody to run outside of Minnesota in the wintertime, but there is the psychological part of, you've probably heard the phrase, get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? I've just found from my own personal standpoint, there is a psychological component of just, if I can get out the door and if I can do that, even when it's cold and windy and snowy and dark and gray, if I can do that part of it, I feel like I've achieved or I feel like I've accomplished something. And that's how you ultimately build confidence and build belief in yourself over time. And that's where when we come back to just that token phrase that you hear all the time and you see on social media that's, well, if, if you want to be successful or if you want to be high achieving, you've got to get comfortable being uncomfortable in any area, whether it's whether it's picking up the phone and making sales calls, or whether it's running outside in Minnesota in December. And you might not realize this, but there are actually three different reasons or three different pains, as I sometimes call them, why we don't act or why we, if even if we know we need to get comfortable being uncomfortable, why we might not necessarily put ourselves through that discomfort or put us out there to do something. And I'll just quickly go through the three of them because it's, it's because of either outcome pain, loss pain, or process pain. And the simple way to look at any of these is if you're, if you remember the, I call it the teeter-totter analogy. But if you grew up when you were a kid spending any amount of time on the teeter-totter, right? A teeter-totter is basically you've got something in the middle and whatever weighs more on one side, um, that side is ultimately going to go down and that side is going to win. And I always just say anytime we're weighing whether we should do something, i.e. picking up the phone and making a sales call or getting your butt out the door and going for a run in Minnesota in winter, we're weighing a teeter-totter in our brain. And whichever one weighs more or, or is heavier or just carries more importance is ultimately whether we're going to act or whether we're not going to act. So to quickly go into these three things, like the first one, outcome pain, it's just basically is the juice worth the squeeze? Like if I'm going to, to get out there and if I'm going to go for this run, is it going to be worth it in the end? What we're thinking in our head is, okay, if I'm actually going to get uncomfortable doing this thing, when I get done with it, am I going to be happy with what this looks like or with what I just did? Because if it's going to be one of those things that I look at and I say, why did I put in all this work or why did I put forth all of this effort and energy getting uncomfortable when the outcome or the summit of the mountain doesn't look that much different than the base? Well, if I'm wondering that question or if I'm thinking that or questioning whether that juice is worth the squeeze, i.e. outcome pain, I'm never going to take the action to be able to do that. Secondly, loss pain. That's the teeter-totter of part of knowing what you want is knowing what you'll have to give up to get it because there's always a little bit of a trade-off. This is if I'm going to get outside, if I'm going to go for a run in the wintertime, 
what am I giving up to get that? Well, I'm giving up the sitting next to the fireplace or being warm underneath a cozy blanket. Um, if I'm going to pick up you know, the phone and make a sales call, it could just be the simple part of what am I giving up to be able to do that. But it's always a teeter-totter of if I want something, what am I going to have to give up or sacrifice or live without kind of in a micro or macro to be able to do it? It's like if I want six-pack abs, uh, am I willing to give up the beer and the pizza that are going to allow me to do something like that? If I want to have a successful business, am I willing to give up some of the happy hours with friends or some of the other things that I may have to give up if I want to put in the time and effort and the energy to be able to do that? That's loss pain. And the third one, process pain. Process pain is just... When I'm faced with an extreme circumstance or when things get really hard, am I truly going to believe that I'm powerful beyond measure, so to speak? Or let's say that I get outside and I'm going for this run and I'm faced with, with a difficult circumstance. Am I going to be enough to be able to overcome that? Or when things get tough, am I going to want to just go back home, kind of so to speak? Like when I face some adversity. And that process pain, because that is, you have, you have to appreciate from a teeter-totter perspective how daunting this can be to our ego. Because we don't ever want to be confronted with the fact that, hey, when I got to this crossroads or when I went out and when I was trying to do this thing, micro or macro, that was really hard and challenging and difficult, and when I was tested... I ultimately made the decision to turn around and to go home or, or to quit or to give up. Now, a lot of times the narrative that we run in our head is, is an incorrect one because we have a lot of lots of reference points on us accomplishing and overcoming different things on our way to, to getting comfortable being uncomfortable. But it's still just that possibility of when I am tested that I won't be enough or I won't be powerful beyond measure, that I don't want to put myself through this process pain of when things get hard or when things get challenging. So ultimately, again, you might not have realized it, but really, and it can just depend on whatever you're thinking about doing or whatever's springing into your brain in terms of, yeah, I know I should get a little bit more comfortable being uncomfortable. Well, what's going to keep you from actually doing that is some amount of that teeter-totter as far as the outcome pain, the loss pain, or the process pain. And if you know that, and, and specifically if you know which one, I mean, it's probably one thing, maybe two at most, but if you know which one or two are possibly weighing heavier on your decision, now you can start to reinforce psychologically the other side of that teeter-totter and you can get yourself to be able to act and you can get yourself to be able to be a little bit more comfortable being uncomfortable, whether it is making sales calls or going for a run in Minnesota in the dead cold of winter, um, you'll be a lot better equipped psychologically and from an action standpoint to be able to do that. So I hope this served you as you continue to go out and to serve others. Keep outperforming out there. And as always, wishing you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Take care. 
Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.